Hi there. Uh, welcome back. We're looking at our great salvation, our great salvation in Jesus Christ. And I was telling you earlier that so many times we look at it and we make it a small word and it's such a huge, huge, big word. There's so many, there's so much to the height, the depth, the length and the breadth of our great salvation in Christ and his riches and glory. And I, I just want to share a little bit. I found this scripture in uh, Psalm 16 of the Passion Translation. And it says, uh, the, the last verse, verse 11, because of you, I know the path of life. And as I taste the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right side. And the note there says uh, here that Jesus was pierced in his side with the spear of man's hatred. Eternal pleasures are found hidden in the wounds of Christ, <clears throat> excuse me, where Jesus responded to the world's hatred with sacred blood and water flowing from his side. Forgiveness and grace splashed on the dirt. We are now seated with Christ at his right side. And I wondered when I read that, that uh, eternal pleasures are found hidden in the wounds of Christ. And it dawned on me, you know, when that soldier pierced his side and the blood and the water flowed out, uh, one commentary says that uh, when blood and water come out together, it's uh, there's the, the pericardium around the heart is uh, ruptured. And so that's when the water and the blood come out together. And so Jesus literally died of a broken heart. His heart ruptured with the pressure of the sin of the world on his body, and it ruptured his heart. And But but this little note saying eternal pleasures are found hidden in that wound. When that soldier pierced his side, eternal pleasures are made available for you and I when we receive Jesus Christ. And, and there's just so much riches and glory. We're going to look at his names as he reveals himself to us and the things he wants to do in our lives that I, I think we sell him short on. We just say, yes, I'm saved. When I die, I'm going to go to heaven. Oh, it's so much more than that. It's so much more. It's life right here in the earth uh, that we can have abundant life. He said, uh, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And so it's right here in the earth. And when you have challenges, you can win the victories if you'll if you'll hold on to the Lord here. Paul said that it was he was given the privilege to preach to the Gentiles the unending. I, lo I love this, but I always have to write it down because it's so it's so rich. I can't remember it on my own really. The unend un unending. Paul has the privilege of preaching the unending, bottomless, fathomless, incalculable and exhaustless riches of Christ. Now, that that's a lot. Uh, this makes me see a huge, big treasure chest full of diamonds and jewels and unending, bottomless. It's unending, and it's bottomless. It's phantomless. It's incalculable, and it's exhaustless riches in Christ. So much so that no person could have walked it out. There's so many things to know about God that we would never be able to know them all. We're going to have to live forever to even get close. And so that that's the excitement of the life that we have in Jesus Christ. And uh, it's not just, yes, when I die, I'll go to heaven, but while I'm here, I have to suffer. You know, uh, too many times we've allowed ourselves to be, to learn to cope with things. 
and God wants us to overcome. He at the cross when he was pierced through, when he, those stripes came on his back, uh, he was he he won the victories then. So whatever you're challenged with right now, God has really already won that victory. But we just have to stay focused and hold on and not let go to the promise of God. And uh, faith, this is the victory we have that overcomes the world, even our faith. And the Holy Ghost will always lead you in his victory in Christ, in the victory in Christ. He will always lead you in that way if you'll talk to him and ask him about it. And so just remember, uh, the one thing that I, that started me thinking about all this is that when I was first getting filled with the Holy Spirit, too, I had somebody, some people in my life, and um, I remember my friend and I, we were, we had both met the Lord at the same time, really. We lived in different cities from each other, but we both met the Lord at the same time. And I was so excited because Jesus had come alive in my life, and, and I was finding out He cared about everything. He cared what I was going to wear to church on Sunday if I, if I cared about it. He cared about what we were going to have for dinner tonight, if I cared about it. He was there to be a part of every part in my life. He wanted to share this life with me. He wanted me to share this life with him. And he wants us to open up our hearts to him. Uh, you know, uh, we, we use the term intimacy as a sexual term, but actually intimacy is a sharing of the hearts. That's when you become intimate with somebody, is sharing your heart. And God wants us to be intimate with him. And he wants to know that you're angry and that you don't think you can make it past this point. He wants to know, he wants you to bring that to him. He, he doesn't want you to try to handle that on your own and wait till it's just almost impossible and then finally, finally include him. He wants to be included in every part of our lives. And he wants to talk to us. And he will explain things to you. If you don't understand something, there's a lot of times in the Bible you're reading along and, and it doesn't, it, it says this over here and it says something exactly opposite it looks like over here. But you know he's not confused. He knows what he's talking about. So ask him. Ask him uh, what you need to ask him. He will answer you. Well, I've found that when we ask and we, uh, well, in my early days, I used to write it down. I would write my questions down. And then I would start looking in the Proverbs for the answers. Because the Proverbs tell us in Proverbs 1, it tells us that, um, that it's there to solve riddles and settle mysteries. So you can find answers in the Proverbs. And if you, I would write, I would write down my question. When you write down your question, you're getting specific so when it's time for him to answer you, he can be specific to that question. And so it really, it really helps clarify things. And so I encourage you to do that. And he, you will come to an understanding about things that you just will have more fun. It really makes life more enjoyable to ask the Lord and hear him answer the specific question. I'm, I'm always amazed that he can get the, question, the answers to me and that I can, I can receive them. And actually, one time in my kitchen years ago, I was wrestling with something, and I and I said to him, I said, "Lord, is that you, me, or the devil? Have you ever had that thought? Is that you? I don't know if that's me and the Lord or the devil. Is that you, me, or the devil?" And he said back to me, "I felt like he said back to me, uh, for Pete's sakes, Mary Jean, you're giving 
uh, you're giving more uh, credit to your inability to hear than in my ability to speak. And I thought, you know, that's true. So I just decided to believe that I was hearing, to believe God. You know, faith is a choice. Believing God is a choice. You can just say, and, and trust me, he will interrupt you. If you're looking for the truth in an answer, if you're looking for the truth, if you're being honest with God and looking for the truth with God, he, he will be honest back with you. So uh, fear not. He, he, you will hear from him, and he will interrupt you and not allow you to make a mistake there if you are sincerely looking for the truth and asking him and listening for his answer and willing to do what he tells you. So uh, he, he wants to be there for us. So remember that. Don't let someone deceive you into thinking that, that, that God's only there for the big stuff. Life and death matters. <clears throat> that he doesn't, that he's not interested in the daily, any little bitty everyday things. He is interested in anything that affects you and that you're interested in. He is your partner in life. The Holy Ghost has been sent as a partner in life to represent Jesus in your life and to be your partner in him. And when we talk about salvation now, uh, normally in, in just, um, Secular terms, we just say salvation. Yes, when I die, I'll go be in heaven. But salvation is help. It's deliverance. It's health. It's welfare. It's victory. It has to do with your prosperity. So healthy, wealthy, and wise. Salvation is a, is a huge subject, and it has a lot of advantages to it. So... Um, in the, in the, in the Bible, we're taught, in the New Testament, even we're taught, Jesus has left us in our salvation package. It's a salvation package. All of our needs are met in there, and we've invited Christ, our salvation, into our lives. So it's inside of us, and we'll learn as we go on that the answers are inside of us, but they have to be spoken out. And so that's how we could speak them out by quoting scriptures. We could speak them out by praying in other tongues. We could speak them out uh, wherever we've asked the Lord for answers. And uh, he has given us three, three things that are powerful for us to walk through this life in. The blood, his name, and his word. And so uh, remember, you have the blood. You want to plead the blood of Jesus because he died for the sins of the whole world and that immediately takes care of sin. It gets sin out of the way, which also gets the devil's hands. I mean, it makes him, he can't grab hold of anything when sin has been atoned for. He can't grab hold. He can't get involved. He can't, he can't mess up in that. He can't get involved in that because the sin is what invites him in. The blood, the, so the blood cleanses. The name, every knee has to bow. Sickness and disease has to bow its knee to the name of Jesus. And uh, every his name has got all the power and authority in it. All authority has been given to me, so now you go. And then his word is the promises of what we can believe him for. So we are highly blessed in the beloved.
I pray that you are doing well with, with your walk with Christ today. Come back next time and we'll get back into the names of God and what all that means for us. It'll be exciting. See you then.